This episode is brought to you by Gen Next Wealth, a fee-only financial planning firm helping first-generation six-figure income earners navigate their finances. If you are in this situation and you're the first person in your family to make a six-figure income and now you've come to the place where you need help with the financial decisions that you have, please don't hesitate. Give us a call. We're available for you at www.gennextwealth.com. You can go there and schedule a free consultation to talk about your personal financial situation. Hey there, I'm Emlyn Miles Mattingly, your host for the Minority Money Podcast. I'm glad you're here. You know why? Because this is the place you can come to get your weekly finance, family, and fitness motivation, not only to experience success in those areas for yourself, but also to help others in our community achieve greatness too. Super happy that you're on the show with me. So let's jump right in. Everyone loves a good sale. No one wants to miss out on that sale. Have you ever had a chance or a time when there was an item on sale and you really, really wanted to buy it and you just missed the sale? Like you knew it was coming and it was something that slipped your mind. For me, that's always with Jordans. <laughs> so when Jordan, the sneakers app, when they have something drop, right? Usually it's at seven o'clock in the morning and you have to get selected for that. And that's not necessarily a sale, but that's something that is going on sale for a limited time. And there's nothing like missing that sale. You feel almost like it hurts sometimes, especially if it was something good. You know, you've seen those Black Friday deals, the deals that come along right before the Super Bowl so you can buy TVs at a really low discounted price. Well, what if I told you there was a way to buy some of the things that you want to invest on sale? What if I told you that sales happen all the time in the market? Welcome back to the Minority Money Podcast. I am your host, Emlyn Miles Mattingly, where we are changing the complexion of wealth. Welcome back to the show. If you haven't had a chance to yet, please, please, please subscribe to the show today. Stop what you're doing. Hit that subscribe button so you can get all the good stuff that we have coming out. As soon as it comes out, you will be reminded. So whatever platform you're on now, please, if you don't mind, please subscribe to the show so you can get all this goodness. So we were talking about sales and we were talking about missing out on sales. And did you know that one of the biggest sales that happens is in the market? And we're talking stock market, right? The biggest sales that happen is in a down market. When things go down, we understand how stocks work and we know the price, right? So when stock prices go down, you can consider that a sale. And so one way that I like to talk to people about, or one way that I think is a great way for people that want to start investing, because I get this question all the time. People will say, what do I start? What do I do? How do I know what to invest in and all that? And so I can't tell you what to invest in because I think that's very personal to each person. But what I can tell you is how to do it. And one of the methods that I like for people that are just starting out is dollar cost averaging. Okay. And that's dollar cost averaging. DCA is what the abbreviation for. So if you hear me say that in the show, the DCA, that's what I'm referring to. It's going to be dollar cost averaging. So what is it? What dollar cost averaging is, is it a systematic plan to purchase stocks at the same dollar amount every month? So it's basically what you're trying to do is you're trying to, one thing you can control in investing is the frequency in which you invest. You might not be able to control how much money you invest. There's some things that you can't control, but the frequency in which you do it is something that you can control. One of the biggest examples of this, because a lot of times when I'm talking dollar cost averaging, people are like, well, what do I do? How do I do it? One of the biggest examples of this is in your retirement account. Now, what do I mean? If you have a 401k, a 403b, a 457, any one of those four numbers, 
or a SEP, any type of IRA or retirement vehicle that you have, then you are using dollar cost averaging. What do I mean? So let's take your income. So you have your percentage of your income that goes out of your check every month to go into your retirement account. If you haven't set that up, make sure you do that now. So now that you have that set up, it's going to take a percentage of your income. Let's say it's taking 5% of your income, right? So every month, no matter what happens, every time you get paid, 5% of your income is going to go into your company retirement plan. And what happens in that company retirement plan is it purchases shares of mutual funds, ETFs, stocks, whatever you have available inside of your retirement plan account. Now, this is dollar cost averaging. Why? Because what I told you dollar cost averaging is it's a systematic purchase of investment vehicles on a given time frame every month. So what are you doing every month when you have that money come out? You're having a portion of your money go to purchase some things that you were invested in. This is what you do when you're working with your company. Now, why is this something that people would want to do if you're starting investing? So what happens is, is you're buying, you know, month over month, the market does change, right? One month, the market can be at this amount. One month, it could be at this amount. We can take a stock, for example, let's say Apple. One month, Apple could have a great month. Next month, Apple can be down a little bit. But what happens is if you're making those consistent purchases, let's just say you're making $100 deposit into your investment account every month. And the shares that you're buying are only, they're selling for $20 a share. So you know, in that first month, you're going to get five shares. So we have five shares because we bought $100 worth of shares. Now let's go to the next month. The next month, those same shares are not worth $20. Now they're worth $25. You're still doing $100 a month. That $100 now bought you four shares. Let's keep going in this same vein. Now we had a dip in the market. We had a dip in the market and those same shares, that same $100 that you've been putting in, it was getting you the first time we got five shares because it was $20 a share. The second time it went up to $25 a share. And let's throw a curveball in there. Let's say what happens if the market just happens to tank. Now that same fund that you were buying is only selling for $5 a share. So instead of getting the five that you got the first time you purchased it, now you can get 20 shares. Now, this is the part that makes it fun because we understand that the market is going to have its ebbs and flows. We know it's going to go up. We know it's going to come down. We know it's going to go sideways. We know it's going to do something. But in those times, you just bought your shares on sale. You didn't miss the sale because you had the systematic purchase already working in your favor. You were already making these purchases regardless of what the market is doing, regardless if it's up, regardless if it's down, regardless how you feel about it. This is what dollar cost averaging does. And what it does is by regularly buying in up markets and down markets, investors are almost the likelihood that the average price of the stocks you're buying is going to be lower is highly likely. That's why we're doing this, because the average price that you're paying is going to be lower over time with these systematic purchases. Now, a lot of people like to talk about timing the market. Like, when's the best time to get in? When's the best time to get in? Well, the best time to get in was 20 years ago. The next best time to get in is today. So if you haven't been in, then you, you need to do that. You need to make some investments. But one thing I'll say is it's not about timing the market. You will not be able to time the market. There's a lot of people out there that talk about this, but timing the market isn't what we're trying to do. We're trying to spend time in the market. It's not timing the market, it's time in the market. And I think that over the long term, when you're looking at the dollar cost averaging, you will always end out on top because it will cost you less by making these systematic purchases. 
One of the things that I love about this is that it's one of those things that you can set and forget. Now, when you're thinking about this, how do you set this up? Do you do this on a monthly basis? Do you do this on a weekly basis? Do you do it on a quarterly basis? And the answer to that question is whatever works for you, because it's not so much about how much, how often it's not about that. It's about doing something because at the end of 10 years, 10 years is still going to pass. The question that you have to ask yourself is at the end of my next 10 years, am I going to have some money saved or am I going to have excuses made? That'll do it for this episode. Just wanted to get something out quick to you today, just talking about dollar cost averaging and giving you the tools that you need to start your financial journey. If you ever have questions about dollar cost averaging or any of the other topics we have on the show, feel free to reach out to us at Gen Next Wealth. That's www.gennextwealth.com. You can schedule your free consultation and we can talk about what dollar cost averaging means to you. Until next time, we are changing the complexion of wealth. Another great showdown, but it doesn't have to stop there. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on whatever podcast app you're listening on now and give it a good rating, would you? If you feel really connected to the podcast, which I hope you do, find our Facebook community, Minority Money VIP, to support and be supported by others just like you. And again, we're glad to have you. While this podcast is meant to inspire and motivate you to live your best life, it can't be your complete one-stop shop. I know, I know, that really sucks. But I don't know anything about your specific situation. So please reach out to an attorney or a CPA, or you can reach out to me, a financial planner, to help you with your specific situation. To get a hold of us, please reach us at fan at Minority Money Podcast. That's F-A-N at Minority Money Podcast so we can get to know you there. Thanks for being here and until next time, 